0: Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Mountains of Magic podcast, your place for those Walt Disney World planning tips and tricks. I am your host, Danielle, and this is episode 125 Rope Dropping at Animal Kingdom. Hey friends, happy Tuesday to you. I hope your week is off to a great start. Um, so, I was actually kind of looking through my podcast library this past week. Um, sometimes, if people post on like Facebook groups or someone reaches out, you know, with just a broad question how can I save money at Disney? Where should I stay? Things like that. I'll send or link a podcast episode where I kind of answer that question, go in depth. That's what. This whole podcast library is about is just answering those specific questions and short nuggets. Um, And I realized that while I talk about rope dropping, about getting to the parks early, I've done, you know, a day in Animal Kingdom, Epcot, all of that kind of stuff. I haven't done episodes titled and specifically related to rope dropping, which is a term used to mean you are getting to the park as soon as it opens. Back in the day, they had a physical rope that they would hold out. And sometimes you'll hear Hear about this um, in certain parts of the park some days. But there would literally be a rope two cast members were holding to keep back the guest and then they would drop said rope. So that's where the term comes from. But basically, this is about getting to the parks first thing in the morning as soon as they open and what a good strategy can be when you are there. Strategy meaning you're just utilizing your time wisely. Now, before I go into this, I'll throw in that caveat. What's important to you may not be what I put out there as the rope drop thing to do. You may have other priorities and that's totally fine look at a map of the park look at a list of attractions decide what your priority is and if that's what you want to do first thing or if that's what you know your kids are going to need first thing because that's their bucket list item definitely do that but I'm kind of approaching this the way my family does the parks which is a lot of time just wanting to get as many rides shows that kind of thing done as we can um Um, So hitting things that might have a longer wait time early on, but you tweak this to make it work for what your family needs. So the next four episodes are going to be like a little mini series. I'm going to hit each park and talk to you about what you might want to rope drop, things to look for as you're planning out your day. So today we're going to jump in and start with Animal Kingdom. All right, so Animal Kingdom really is like the quintessential park to rope drop and get to early in the morning. Um, a lot of people will do this, they will knock out a lot of stuff and they'll actually leave pretty early. Um, with park hopping now, as of January 9th, 2024, that's when the change happens. They are removing those park hopping rules where you have to wait until 2 p.m. So Animal Kingdom can be a great park to like knock out. out in the morning, go take a break for lunch, and then go wherever you want to go afterwards. Another thing to note about Animal Kingdom is that it closes earlier than all the other parks. I'm recording this in fall of 2023 and the closure time most nights is 7 p.m. So you're really not going to like burn the midnight oils there in Animal Kingdom. Another reason that getting there early is super important. Now, with all of these rope dropping strategies, I'm going to share the Biggest thing I can tell you to do is right now while you're at home before your trip, go to your My Disney Experience app, click on the little menu in the bottom right hand corner and go to the tip board. You are going to get a wealth of knowledge there even from home while you're not in the park. Because here is one of the biggest things that can trip people up in Animal Kingdom. It's the Times that rides are open and the times that shows are available. So knowing that going in can save you so much strife. Animal Kingdom is a park where maybe you really want to see the Lion King show, the Finding Nemo show. Those are kind of the two um, heavy hitters there. But here's the thing: I looked on my app today. Animal Kingdom closes at seven. The last Finding Nemo show is at four thirty. So while that's not something that I would tell you to rope drop and go stand in line for as soon as you get in the park, because the first show isn't going to be until hours after the park opens, um, it's also something that you don't want to keep saving for later and saving for later. And then you think you're going to go to the show at, you know, 530, 6 o'clock and there are no more shows. So again, it just goes back to the caveat I gave at the beginning. If there's something really important, look it up on the app, see if there's specific hours or show times. All right, let's get into rope dropping strategy. So with Animal Kingdom, commonly it's opening... 8 or 9 a.m. If you are staying on Disney property at a Disney hotel, you get that 30 minute early entry. I would highly suggest using it here at Animal Kingdom. Um, We'll talk about if you don't have the early entry perk in a minute about what your rope dropping strategy might want to be. If you are there early, early. Okay. And Disney buses are advertised as running 90 minutes before um, the park opens. And so you want to be at your bus stop. That's pretty early for (laughs) Animal Kingdom. This is the park that's known for opening up the earliest most of the time. Um, So get to that bus stop super early at that 90 minute mark. Sometimes they're running even before. Um, This is not how you have to rope drop it. But for these people that are early birds, this is what I'm going to tell you. Also, yes, you can drive to all the parks, but let me tell you why I don't love that option if you can just hop on a Disney bus. It's because I have driven to the parks before, specifically Hollywood Studios, to try to get there super early, not have to wait on, you know, buses cycling through the next one to come, although I feel like Disney does a great job with their busing most of the time. I have been like turned away and not able to go in the parking lot because they weren't letting cars in yet. If you get on a Disney bus, that's not going to be an issue. Okay, And again, this is only if you're super duper early trying to get in, but they're always going to let a Disney bus through. They may not let you in your own car. And so that just means you have to like awkwardly circle around and wait all of that. With Animal Kingdom, this is the only park where you don't really have an alternative transportation option. You not taking a Skyliner. You're not walking from anywhere. So bus is the way to go. But just know that can, you know, put a people have to rely on that mode of transportation okay so if I am super duper early I'm getting on that bus first thing I am one of the first people lined up at the turnstiles this is what I'm gonna suggest that you do one no a lot of times they will let you in a little bit before that early entry time so if early entries at 730 that doesn't mean they're gonna start buzzing the first people in at 7 30 they could that could be what they do that morning. Um, But you may be able to scan in a little bit before that and go ahead and kind of get on deck and lined up for rides. If you're one of those first people, I'm going to tell you to go to Flight of Passage. Okay, that is where the bulk of people are going to go. Because you can't get that right on Genie Plus, you would have to purchase a separate individual lightning lane. But if you can get on it, first thing without a long wait, you've saved yourself that individual lightning lane purchase. However, like I said, everybody pretty much goes there. So I would only suggest this if you are in that front crowd of people. My family did this last time that we went um, in March of this year. And while there was this crazy zigzag line of people in front of us, by the time we got over there, they had people weaving all through Pandora. We continued walking through the line and we probably weren't there more than 15 or 20 minutes, but we were just constantly moving. So I'll tell you, even if you get over there and the line looks crazy long, if you're in the front of the group, it will likely keep moving. They, I feel like, do a good job in Animal Kingdom at trying to have this one up and ready to go first thing. So this can be a great option for you. If Flight of Passage is not your thing, um, you might head over to Expedition Everest, although guys, that line doesn't get too crazy long during the day, um, but that's just another kind of heavy hitter that's normally open, but I want to throw this out as a word of caution for the rope dropper. A place you may not want to go first thing is the safari, and here's why. The safari Every time I've looked at it is not open for early entry. Now, if that's really important to you, being on the first, you know, safari ride of the day, you can go back there and start waiting like to get in line. They likely might have that line closed, but you can kind of hang on, you know, hang out on the outside waiting to get in that line. But today, as I looked up the start time, it said 815, 15 Early entry let people in at 7 30. So you would be waiting 45 minutes just to wait to get in the line. Um, And that's a mistake a lot of people make going back to that safari first thing just to find out, oh, it's not open yet. Okay, so I would only go back there and do that. If it's something that is a must, you want to be on that first ride out. Otherwise, If you can get on Flight of Passage really quickly, then you can hopefully hop over to the safari right after. It's not very far, or you can do Navi River Journey, which can get a dumb, long time wait Um, as the day goes on. I pulled up my Animal Kingdom app this morning. It's about 10 o'clock Disney time. And they're showing the wait for that like 45-50 minutes while Flight of Passage is 70. Um, but if you can get off Flight of Passage and hop over to that, you can hopefully catch it with like a 10 or 15 minute wait. And that's kind of what I feel like it's worth. So those are a few places I'd probably direct you to go first thing in the morning, like I said, over to Pandora, knocking out Flight of Passage if you're really, really early If not, um, I mean, guys, even if you're coming in 10, 15 minutes into that early entry time frame, Flight of Passage is probably already going to be backed up. You could choose, hey, we just want to go ahead and get that weight out of the the way early this morning um, and knock that out. Or you could head over to Everest or go back to the safari area and kind of queue up waiting to get in that line when it opens. But Again, checking your app is super important. I would not go to a show because the shows are not going to start for many hours. So unless you need to be like front row center picking your seat, I would not head there. Um, Character meetings kind of fall under that same category. Check your app to see what time they start meeting. Meeting Mickey and Minnie at this park um, with their cute little safari clothes on, that can get a pretty long way as well. I'm looking at my app right now at 10 a.m. and it's at a 50-minute wait. But if that's important to you, that does start at 8 a.m. I'm looking in my app so I could, you know, go queue up for that at 7.30 and be one of the first to meet Mickey and Minnie if that's big on your list. But also noting looking in the app for this, for the Safari, for a lot of the shows, um, they're closing at 6 p.m. or earlier The park closes at seven, so they will cut off that line for meeting Mickey and Minnie because they know it's going to take a while to get through. So don't plan that to be your last thing to do before you leave the park at night. It's going to be closed and not going to happen. Now, let's talk to the person who isn't staying on Disney property so they can't get in for that 30 minute early entry or maybe your family is just not up and rolling. So after you scan into Animal Kingdom, the biggest piece of advice I would say is don't go to Flight of Passage. Okay, because everyone goes there first thing. Tons of the early entry people have gone there. I would choose a different route. The safari, I feel like, is kind of second on that list. Um, so, if you have Genie Plus and can hit those, hit the safari later with a lesser weight, that could be a great option. Um, but you may want to come in and head to the right side of the park instead for some lower wait times, hitting up things like Dinosaur, like Everest, um, Triceratops Spin, if that's your jive. However, I will just say like those are going to have lower wait times if you come in, you know, a little bit behind that rope drop crowd. However, they tend to have pretty low times all day anyway. So you just have to weigh your pros and cons. If you want to get on Flight of Passage, if you want to get on the safari, Maybe you do just wait it out early in the morning. I find that my people are in a much better mood um, to wait in a longer line first thing in the morning. They're still fresh, okay, as long as they've had some food, over us waiting in that line at, you know, noon in the hot sun and people are starting to get tired. So just think about your family. But know if you're behind that rope drop crowd, those lines are going to start off pretty long for Flight of Passage, Navi River Journey the safari um, if you go left when you enter the park first thing. And one other thing that I'll throw out for Animal Kingdom, if you find yourself in just a slew of, you know, long lines, long wait times, one great thing about this park is there are a lot of great like filler activities you can do where there's little to no wait. So one are the different animal trails that you can go on to walk around to see the landscaping to see all the different animal exhibits around the Tree of Life that a lot of people don't know are there and are kind of hidden. So that is a great option between rides that love to do. Another one is riding the train over to the conservation station at Rafiki's Planet Watch. This is back kind of right off where you get off the safari, but normally that little train ride has a very short wait. You might have to wait for one train to go and come back but you can go over, hang out there. There's a petting zoo. There's an Animation Academy that they do back there. Lots of fun things at that spot. And then another one is just a tried and true show that they're changing soon. So go while you can. It's tough to be a bug, has a really big theater, fun little queue to walk through. That normally is like a five to ten minute wait. If it's longer than that, I may skip it and come back later. But that can be a great option just to do if ride times are long and you want to wait it out. If you are spending your whole day at Animal Kingdom, a lot of times in the evening, a lot of people have left. So you can find shorter wait times there. Um, However, I just caution you, a lot of things are closing at six or some of those shows even before. Make sure you don't miss out on an experience that you really want to do um, because you were saving it to the end of the night. All right, friends, I hope that was helpful for you if you are planning to and wanting to rope drop Animal Kingdom. Uh, one other thing I thought of, a lot of people will rope drop and head right to No Man Lounge. It is a very popular little lounge restaurant bar in Animal Kingdom. They've got great food and drinks, but they are a walk-up situation only. I think they open at maybe like 11. So if that's on your list, you may want to do a few things and then go stand in line for Nomad. Mad Lounge, so you can be one of the first to get in there. But I hope these tips were helpful to you. Come back this week and next week. I'll be hitting all the other parks, talking about strategies to rope drop those if you were staying on or off property. And if you are looking to plan your own Disney vacation, I would love to help at no cost to you. Contact me to start that planning process before you get into booking. I can help with all of that, offer tips, and be as hands on or hands off as you like. But As always, I thank you all so very much for listening. Look in the show notes to find me on the social media or shoot me an email and we'll plan together and hope you have a magical day. Bye bye.